Hey guys, this is April, also known as Soul Coach. This is season three, episode 13. Hey guys, welcome. I just want to say hello to my faithful listeners, and if you're new to my podcast, welcome. Uh, I am so excited, like always, to be able to record an episode. Um, This show is a work in progress, like always, but you know what? I love to do it, and I want, you know, my goal one day is to be on a radio on a national stage (laughs) so everybody can hear my voice pretty much but anyway no and so I can drop these gems that y'all need to hear (laughs) so y'all can you know get this knowledge from me but but anyway I um this week's episode uh in business coaching 101 uh is a continuation from the last episode we were talking about like building a team and what you look for in a team and and all and all of those things you know um as business owners and also you know new entrepreneurs you know, you cannot do this alone and you have to really navigate and figure out how to create a team. The team is going to help you win. And we talked about really making sure that the team is cohesive and that it's like showing appreciation and also holding them accountable. Uh, it's, a, it's a great balance when you're able to do both of them. Um, it's, it's a balancing act. It's not always easy, um, but whatever the goal that you determine that you want it to be in the beginning of like your journey then you need to stick to it and sometimes the goals change you know but whatever the case is if you have a goal in mind you have to get the buy-in of the team and once you get the buy-in of the team then they're going to do whatever they want I mean to help you get to your goal because they that because they trust you as a leader and that's why I really focus on leadership because it's so important and I will write a book one day about leaders because I have so many stories <laughs> about leaders that I've had that were great, phenomenal, and the absolute worst. They don't even need to be running a taco stand. Like those kind of leaders. Um, I've had them all and everything in between. So, but anyway, um, you want to take your business to the next level and you have to find the right team. So that being said, let's continue to part two of how to build a team and uh, how to make it more cohesive. All right, you guys. So before we get started in the episode, I just want to tell you guys that I have uh, new services on my website. Uh, My business services are still the same. I have an eight-week coaching program. And that's really for the leader in the building to get their shit together. It is really about like you creating a daily routine, what is your goals, and your personal goals in life. And so that, when you're together and cohesive as a leader, it shows, it reflects in your team, it reflects in you, you know, how you come to work, how you, how you show up. You know, like I talked about before, it's like how you show up as a leader. How do you look? How's your hair? How's your nails? Are you looking good? Are you smelling good? Are you showing up? And are in it because your team watches everything you do, right? So, but anyway, 
um, not only do they watch what you do and how you look, they emulate it. So it's just like a kid and their mom. That's why, I, like I said before, like I didn't have kids for a long time because I just knew like this act. It was not an act. It was like, I don't even know. Like I know that I had to always show up and be present and have my best foot forward at all times. And even if I had something really traumatic going on in my personal life, I couldn't let that reflect on what I had going on, you know, in my in the business and whatever store that I was running. So, you know, that is extremely important, but, um, it starts with you. So the eight week program, the eight week coaching program is very, it's good. Um, I do have a payment plan for that one. So when you go on a website, don't freak out and be like, oh my God, I can't afford this. You can't afford this because if you think about it, if you break it down in weekly, if you break it down, you know, monthly, that is Starbucks that is going out for drinks. That is it. This is an investment in your life. This is an investment and you really getting on the right foot. And the only thing that I ask for you from you is that you are coachable. If you're not coachable and you're not doing what I'm asking you to do, then you're wasting your money. Because I'm going to get paid regardless. I'm going to coach you. I'm going to be your support system. I'm going to be your accountability partner. But you have to do the damn work. There's no magic wand to coaching. There's no magic wand to change, transition, or anything. It is hard. But I can promise you, at the end of that eight weeks, you will have a, an understanding of exactly what it is that you need. And so I will be going over that in the next few weeks because... Hello, 2020 is right around the corner. You guys are concentrating on Christmas, and I get it. I got a son. You know, I look at him and be like, yeah, you want a lot of shit, but we're going to get what we can. And then, like, because I'm focused on 2020 and the goals that I have for 2020, I literally just wrote down a 10-year plan. And I've never done 10 years before. I've always done three and five. But 10 years. And I mentioned that before, like, my son would be 18 in 10 years. So those 10 years add up because he's almost 10 he'll be nine next year and I think about where I was when I met his dad and where I'm at now and I'm like whoo I'm not even the same person that I was when I met him right but anyway that's another story another day and probably not on the business podcast but anyway that being said the eight-week program is really good and then I have a consulting um charge a flat fee if you want to continue with that then, you know, you'll just pay that flat fee every time you consult with me. Uh, and it's me really doing an assessment of your business, uh, what your needs are as far as your team, as far as your, um, like, how I can help you build your team if you don't have one to help you really look. Because I'm all about the, the, when I say business coaching, it is all about me helping you create a team and your leadership skills as a leader. So I am in leadership coaching. I'm not into like all the analytics of building a business because I'm still learning those things for myself as far as like marketing and things like that. That's not what I do. I concentrate on your leadership. I concentrate on you as a leader, how you show up as a leader, and the people that you have underneath you. That is my specialty. Okay? <laughs> I've been doing that for a minute. Okay? So anyway, I just want to you know tell you guys that's what I had going on on the website. Make sure that you go to my website. Um, link is in this bio. Our link is on my Instagram, Soul Coach S O L E C O A C H underscore on Instagram. 
links in my bio. I still haven't found a domain. Don't cuss me out. I'm going to get it together. I promise you. All right. So anyway, <laughs> so I wanted to talk about uh, with the teamwork, I wanted to talk about how do you recruit? And when you are recruiting, what does that look like? And I kind of touched on it a little bit in the previous episode and um, and how that looks. So I'm going to go step by step on what I look for when I am looking for a leader. All right, you guys, I'm back. So we're going to talk about recruiting today and uh, building your team. Well, <laughs> recruiting is uh, is hard and not everybody has that gift. But because I'm a spiritual life coach, I have a discernment I use every day and we all have discernment. But however, I know that I'm an empath and I can feel people when they're lying to me, when they're like, you know, not being truthful um when they know when I know that they are a good fit for the team and when they're not and that's why everybody is like oh my gosh like how do you build these great teams it's because I normally go in and terminate the majority of the people and then I hire my own team and I do that because not everybody works well with certain leaders you know my management style might not be cohesive to the team that was there and a lot of times they turn in their resignation because you know, it just, it's not a good fit and it's okay because you definitely want to build your own team. And this is for somebody that's taken over a store or taken over a business, but, um, that has an existing team. Um, if you're building a team as an entrepreneur, it's your business. So you better get the cream of the crop and get the absolute best and don't settle for anything. You do the work as an entrepreneur, you know, you do the work anyway, but you want to have, you want to be comfortable with being able to delegate and being able to say, hey, I know this is taken care of because I trust that person because I hired the best. This makes sense, right? So with that being said, when you're out recruiting and you're looking through resumes or however you want to do, I uh, use a lot of the different job engines like, you know, Indeed, Glassdoor is probably the best for me. Um... You know, you get what you put into it. <laughs> I work for companies that would be in, you know, cheap without getting their all the resumes. And it takes time to find the right person. It takes time. I know that there was times when I was short staffed, but I rather had been short staffed than sitting there babysitting someone that didn't need to be in the building. Okay, <laughs> like I am not about to babysit you. And it makes, it gives you extra work when you have to do those things. So I'd rather have solid team members and shorthanded, and I don't mind working extra hours knowing that I don't have to go behind somebody and fix what, because they're too lazy to do it or they just don't care, right? So you take your time and you pick the right person. And you need to do a couple of interviews. A lot of people, you know, oh, you know, you're intuitive and you can read and you're a medium and you draw this. I am. However, sometimes I don't get it right. <laughs> I am a human, you know, having this experience. And with that being said, I may or may not get it right the first time. And so I have to like process the first interview and then do a second, second one. And if you have an assistant, it's really good for the assistant to do the interviewing first. And they know what you like because you've trained them, right? And um, 
let your assistant uh, go in and do the screening for you. And be like, you know what? I think this person is great. You need to do the second interview. Every time, all my teams knew that. Like, I trained them on, like, what I did. I just love doing this. I don't even know. I'm just like, ah, la, la, I love it. So what I used to do was I used to do uh, group interviews. And in the first group interview, I was like, hey, I'm going to sit in on this interview. I'm going to show you how to interview. And then the next group interviews, you are going to do it yourself and you're going to facilitate because I've just taught you how and what I'm looking for, right? So once I got the first group interview going, I set the pace. I trained my team. My team got it. And they're like, okay, yeah, we know what April wants. Then it was easy for me to be like, hey, set up some group interviews um, and let me know what you think. And then I'm free on this day, this day, that day. And then, you know, we'll do the second interview. You know, that being said, that's how I got great people because it was more than just my eyes. It was several sets of eyes on these people. And I loved it like that. Always got the cream of the crop because and then we'll discuss that. We'll discuss like. If I had an assistant or, you know, another team member, I'd be like, so what do you guys think about this person collectively? And both of them be like, yes, or, or whatever the case might be, right? Um, that being said, uh, once you do that, it just makes your life easier. So you, you get your assistant to do these screenings. You do the second interview, and in the second interview, it's going to be totally different than the first one because the second interview is you getting down to the meat and potatoes of why they want this job and why they would be a good fit for you. And why would that be a good fit for them? Because it's a two-way street. (laughs) I know as an entrepreneur, you're like, oh, it's about me, it's about my business. No, you need to make sure that the the person that you're hiring is a great fit for them because if there is if it's not a great fit for them then they're not going to put, give their all they're gonna be like ah, I'm really not feeling this so I'm not going to really do all I'm supposed to do right so that's why that's very important um it has to be a two-way street and once you and that's and that's how you pretty much recruit. Now that's how you interview, really. But to recruit, you have to go out and get them. Like you can go, like I was saying, on these job boards and like go through all these resumes. But depending on what industry you in, you need to go. You need to partner. You need to network. Some of my best candidates came from people in my same field. I used to go and talk to everybody in my industry and be like, hey, I'm April, I'm new, blah, 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 blah. I just started with this company. Um, Let's go have coffee. Tell me about your team. Like, what do you think? Like, you know, especially I used to relocate a lot. And so I wasn't familiar with a lot of the areas. So I would reach out to my peers. And those are the best. Well, I still am friends with a lot of the people that I reached out. You give those olive branches. And there's some teams and some companies that overhire and they will if and you if you build the right relationship with them they will give you the good people <laughs> I'm telling you it's all about networking talking knowing exactly what it is that you want and going from there right it seems like it's easy because I make it easy I make it sound I make it sound really easy 
But it's not hard, (laughs) but it's not easy either. It's about really being clear on what you want to hire and who you want to hire. And then once you do that, you go networking, you get on these job boards, you do these second interviews, and you build your team. It is called building. You just don't have a team automatically that's going to fall out the sky. And you might hire somebody you might think is a, a right fit, and they're not. And that's okay as well. But you don't want to sit there and be like, I'm just going to do this for right now because I'm, I can't get anything better. When you have that kind of mentality, you will never get anything better. You will always have piss poor employees. I have seen my peers and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing with that person on your team? That is That person hygiene is not even together. Are you kidding me right now? Stop settling. It's just like if you're in a relationship. You know that dude ain't good for you. You know that girl ain't good for you. And you know it. And all these red flags are flying out the sky. If all the red flags are flying out the sky, but what you waiting for? Oh, you think they're going to (laughs) change? No. They're going to get worse. Just like in a relationship. Because then, not only are the red flags flaring out everywhere, you're going to start building resentment. I have seen peers and even my upper managers that I was over get frustrated with one employee and let it spoil their whole day. And I'm just like, but are you coaching them to, so they can, are you coaching their performance so you can terminate them? Because when you're in a corporation, you just can't fire. Now, Louisiana and Mississippi is uh, an at-will state where you can fire without any reason. But there's a clause to that. Because that person can retaliate and be like, well, I was never told X, Y, Z and can sue. So that's why documentation is very important. But we're not going to get into all that right now. (laughs) But I was just saying, though, uh, you have to know what you want. And if that person is not performing, then you don't keep them on your team. As if you were in a marriage or a relationship. It's the same thing. Uh... There's no way that I know that I need to go forward in my life and I know my partner is stuck in where he feels he needs to be. And I'm like going to the left and he's way in behind on the right. That's not a cohesiveness. The same thing with your team. Right? So uh, this is little snippets of like, me talking about how to build your team and finding the right people. But recruiting is so easy. I just love going and talking to people and seeing them in their element. Job fairs. All of those things are so awesome and easy. That, uh, and you know, half the time they don't cost anything. Go to these networking events. Start building these relationships with your peers. And they know people. Maybe they can't hire their cousin, but their cousin could be great for your business because they're not because they're in that industry. And that's how you find good people. <laughs> that's how you find excellent people, right? All right, you guys. So it is Friday afternoon. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. I hope you guys are doing something fun, right? I know that I'm not. <laughs> 
doing anything fun this weekend at all. I am working my butt off. I am getting ready for Christmas. My son needs a new bike. I have all this stuff going on. I have 2020 already in gear and my plans. I am ready. But let me leave you guys with this. If you're not if you if you're not changing your habits in 2019, uh don't think that things are going to change in 2020. And it's never too late to change, but you need to have already started right now, right? All right, you guys, have a good weekend, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.